Hey everyone, it's Jamie Crozier here and welcome to the Organize Like a Pro podcast. I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world today. So the other day I was listening to a podcast and I don't know, obviously you guys are podcast listeners, so I don't know how many podcasts you actually listen to. I listen to about 14 podcasts on a regular basis. And one of the podcasts that I was listening to was talking about how many businesses have decided to go ahead and keep their employees working from home, regardless of when the pandemic ends or not. And so I'm wondering, where do you fall into this? Do you currently work from home? Have you always worked from home or did you start working from home when the pandemic started and then continue to work from home? For those of you that have gone back into the office, what has that been like? Some of you I know work a hybrid. Where I work, it's been pretty cool that we can work from home if we want to. We kind of have that flexibility, but we have days that we're all in the office together. So it's kind of a hybrid. And for me, I really like that because I love people. I miss seeing people. And for me, I need to be around people. But I also find that the days that I work from home, I'm more efficient because I'm not talking so much. (laughs) If you haven't noticed, I'm a talker and I can just sit down and get my tasks done, you know, bang, bang, bang. And I've done a lot in one day, you know, more than I would have done if I was in the office. So this got me to thinking, I wonder where all of you are, if you are working from home still or working in a corporate office. And if you're working from home, how have you adapted your home for your work? For me, I have a little desk that's in my bedroom and it works, but sometimes it feels dark in there. And so I end up working at my kitchen table or in my living room, just kind of wherever I feel that day. But we are actually putting in a home office in our basement. So I have been looking at different ways to set that up to be most efficient. I stumbled across Liz Toombs and she talks about how to create an amazing home office. Liz Toombs is the president of PDR Interiors, which is an award-winning decorating firm. She founded this firm in 2009. It's based in Lexington, Kentucky, which I love Kentucky. By the way, Liz, I need to come see you because Kentucky is one of my favorite places. Um, But Liz is a certified interior decorator who offers comprehensive services for Greek housing, private homes, and offices. Liz is also the co-creator and co-host of Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast. Now, the work of the PDR firm that Liz founded can be seen on more than 80 campuses including the University of Arizona, Vanderbilt, Duke, Ohio State, and others. Liz is taking her years of experience and actually offering a new option, which is called Interior Decorating 101 Sorority Edition. And this online course helps sorority house corporations and their boards update their space in a DIY manner, but with the support of a decorating professional. More about Liz can be found on her website at pdrinteriors.com. And she's on Instagram. I will make sure to link all of this information in our podcast description today. Let's go ahead and hear directly from Liz. And I will come back at the end to wrap us up. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be here today sharing with you four tips for creating um, a great work from home space, a home office that you can enjoy. 
So diving right in, my first tip is in regards to your desk. Where you do your work is really important. You need to designate a space that works for you. Um, So what I mean by that is you may require a certain type of desk if you have a desktop computer, because that's going to be a stationary um, computer that you're going to have to go to to get your work done. Now, things may be a little bit different if you're working off of a Surface or a laptop. Uh, You may be able to free flow a little bit, um, or the desk doesn't have to be quite as large. But some things to keep in mind when you're choosing your desk is the room that it will be going in. You know, someone working in a New York City apartment where space is at a premium may have to make a different desk choice than someone who has a spare bedroom in their house that they can devote to be an office space. And there's all sorts of desk options out there for people. There's your traditional desks um, that that we've seen for years now. But then there's some more creative items. You could do um, a writing desk or a table, even just something simple. If you're not someone that requires a lot of stuff in your desk, Um, you could get more of a minimalist modern look, something cleaner with um, a writing desk or a table that also allows you to float it in the middle of the room if you want to versus pushing it against the wall like we're all used to. Um, Another great creative solution I have seen to at-home desks is um, something that I would call a shelving console. So this is something that you can attach to the wall. You screw it onto the wall and it has a surface where you can bring over your laptop. Um, So it could be mounted at a level in which you could sit at the desk in a chair, or if you prefer to stand, then you could have it at a height that uh, allows you to stand when you're over there working on your laptop. So speaking of standing, um, I'm a big fan of the stand-up desk. Um, I have one in my home office, um, and it raises and lowers, and um, that really helps me because I end up standing for most of the day just to keep my blood flowing and not to get too... um, just still and and not offering myself a lot of movement. So stand-up desks are really popular and I have seen quite a range in prices in those. Um, So it doesn't have to be elaborate, just something that works for you, something, you know, it could be a a free um, standing desk where it's all in one, um, or it could be a piece that goes on top of a regular desk that allows you to make it into a stand-up desk. So think about that. What kind of desk works best for the type of work that you'll be doing and the amount of time that you'll be spending doing that work? Um, Get this piece right based on your space, um, and you really have a great foundation for your home office. My next tip is you need to create effective storage. Um, I typically recommend to my clients that they use a combination of open and closed storage. And what I mean by that is closed storage is something that has a door on it um, or it's a drawer front. So you don't see what is inside um, because it may or may not be that organized if we're all honest, right? And then open storage, it would be things like shelves, um, things where you can display items or an item that you need regular access to can sit there. So you don't have to always open a door or a drawer to get that item out. 
Um, so built-ins are usually a really good option for offering a mix of closed and open storage. So maybe your home has a built-in um, and you can utilize this and just assess how you could make better use of it. Um, and if your home doesn't, then, you know, that's okay. You can always add functional storage with a freestanding shelving unit, like a bookcase. And um, if it's a bookcase with just shelves and no doors on it, you can add in baskets um, or bins to create that effect of a closed storage that I mentioned. So this is something where if you have stacks of paper that you need to be able to get to, but you just don't want to look at stacks of paper all the time, then adding those baskets in bins to store that stuff is really helpful. It cleans up the look. Uh, it gives you a nicer aesthetic and um, just gets that visual clutter out of the way so it doesn't create mental clutter for you. And then let's talk about filing cabinets, right? Because they are a necessary evil in the business world. Depending on the profession you're in, you may have a lot of files um, or you may just have a few. And I mean, heck, we even have personal files these days, right? You have to keep uh, important documents places. So most of us have at least one filing cabinet in our home. So if you have an old kind of beat up, not super cute looking metal filing cabinet, um, there's a really good way that you can refresh this. There is um, electrostatic paint, which just means that it's paint that sticks to metal. This is the kind of paint they put on lockers. Um, but you can have it painted. You can have those filing cabinets painted with the electrostatic paint and um, give it a whole new look. So I've done this before with a really pretty aqua color to put in a, in a home office. It's just elevated the appearance of those old filing cabinets. Because what I did was I painted those two filing cabinets um, that initially one started out, it was beige, the other one was black. So if I hadn't painted them, I was going to have these mismatched filing cabinets and it just was going to look kind of funky in that space. So think about that. Don't be afraid to um, go with a pop of color if that makes you happy, or you can certainly paint them in a color that blends with your desk and your office furniture to create more of a cohesive look. My next tip is to maximize your lighting. Regardless of the type of work you do, good lighting is vital. Um, when you're choosing what room or what space in your home to make your office, try to choose one that has really good natural lighting. We don't realize how important that is, um, but natural lighting makes a big difference in how we feel um, and then how we feel obviously affects our performance. If you happen to have a space that is where you're going to work, but it doesn't have great lighting, that's okay. Let's look at the overhead fixtures. Do you need to add some overhead lighting? Does it have good overhead lighting? Maybe you can amp up the bulb wattage that you have in those lights, but let's brighten up that space so that when you go in there, you're alert and you're ready to work. If you want the space to feel fancy, you could make your overhead fixture a chandelier. No harm in that. If you prefer it to be just more functional and utilitarian, maybe choose a ceiling fan with a light on it, um, especially if it's a space that you need to make sure you can get airflow in the months that are a little bit warmer. So just think through what kind of lighting you need to get your work done effectively and then not strain your eyes, folks. I mean, we're not getting any younger. Take care of those eyes with that light. And then my last tip is to add personal touches. You're going to spend a lot of time in this home office. I mean, we spend eight hours a day at work. 
we've got to make it appealing. We have to make it a place that we want to go into uh, and spend that kind of time. So think about adding things like framed photos of family and friends, your pets, whatever pictures you want. Artwork on the walls that you like to look at. Um, maybe you have awards that you've won as a professional, hang those up just like you would do in your corporate office. You would put all of these items in there to personalize that space for you. Do the same thing at home. You know, when COVID-19 started, I think we all were just identifying spaces that we could just get by working in, in our home. And now some of this is, is here to stay. So how can you amp up that, home office. So it's a place where you want to be. What accessories and fun things can you bring in there so that you're happy when you're working? I um, liken this a lot to laundry rooms. I have a lot of clients, you know, that say, oh my gosh, I hate, I hate doing laundry. I don't like going in there. It's so dark. It's so dull. So then we try to find ways of what paint colors make you happy. What wallpaper would you like to look at? And when you start to put happy things in a space like a laundry room, suddenly it's not so bad when you have to go in there and do laundry. You don't mind what you're seeing and it puts you in a better mood. That same concept applies to our home office. So also look at what your wall color is in that office. You know, is it gray? Does that depress you? Does it make you not want to be there? Get rid of the gray. Are you into sunny yellow? Put a yellow on the wall. Makes you happy. Do something that will color-wise, motivate you and energize you to get your work done. Maybe you'll find that you'll be more efficient with your work by doing that and you can, you know, finish work earlier and spend more time with your family. Just think through that. Um, There's a whole psychology behind wall colors. um, So I would advise against really heavily saturated Um, like reds, oranges, and yellows. If you're going to do those kinds of colors, soften them a little bit so that you're not too amped up uh, and aggressive feeling. You know, those kinds of colors are what they use in fast food restaurants just to kind of churn and burn, get us in and out and keep us going. Um, If you're someone who wants to feel more relaxed at work and you like blues and greens, those shades really are conducive to um, relaxing you and letting you feel comfortable um, in your space and a little bit more zen, if you will. It has been such a pleasure to talk with you and to share my tips. I hope that you found a couple of useful nuggets uh, that you can use for your work from home space. And uh, I, I really appreciate this, Jamie. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you so much, Liz, for being our, on our podcast today. And I love your tips from the desk to storage, lighting, and personal touches. It all makes so much sense. I know for me, I decided to go ahead and splurge on a chandelier in our basement for our home office. So I love that you talked about that is okay to do. And I also really got to thinking about the personal touches, especially when you were talking about the paint color. And I kind of knew that paint color and different colors that you see on a regular basis can change how you feel. I knew there was some psychology behind that, but I never really knew to what extent. And I never really thought about thinking about things like that when it comes to creating a home office. So such great 
tips. I wonder, everyone listening, what tip really stood out to you? The other thing that I liked about this podcast is not only are these great ideas and tips for a home office, but if you actually work in a corporate office, these are great tips to bring into your corporate office. I know for myself, the office that I go to that is in our building, I love bringing my own personal touches to that place as well. The other thing that I really liked about this, Liz, is some of these things can be used in other areas of our living spaces, just like you were talking about in our laundry room. That really stuck out to me. I have nothing personal in my laundry room, and I hate doing laundry. So maybe if I throw something fun in there... (laughs) I might like doing laundry a little bit more, but hey, what do I have to lose, right? So I'm going to try it, but I never really thought that all of these tips actually can work for any space in our home or really any space that we're in often. So just a reminder to everyone, you can find more information about Liz in our podcast description. I'll make sure to link all of her information there. So I would really love to hear from you about what stood out to you most in today's podcast, what tip you may be able to use at your home or in your home office or even in your corporate workspace. Let's continue this conversation on Facebook. We are the group with the big green circle. You can just search Facebook, Organize Like a Pro. And if you have not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that so that you do not miss when a new episode drops. It's been so good chatting with you today. My name is Jamie Crozier and this is Organized Like a Pro.